0: Hello, for WICB News, I'm Jay Bradley. Congress has at last certified the Electoral College results and rejected the objection raised to Arizona and Pennsylvania's Electoral College results after a long, unprecedented, and frightening day at the Capitol. On this vote, the yeas are 6, the nays are 93. The objection is not sustained. Many senators who originally raised objections, or said they would, dropped them after the storming of the Capitol building by a mob of extremists demanding that President Trump stay in power in what started as a protest against the certification of the Electoral College vote, directly promoted and shortly attended by President Trump. The protesters were following the continued baseless insistences by Trump and his allies that the election was stolen and that he was the true winner. Congress, as well as many staff and reporters, were forced to flee the Capitol building for fears of safety upon the breach of the building by the extremists. One woman who was shot inside of the Capitol building by police later died from her injuries. According to AP, three others died after suffering medical emergencies related to the breach. Also, explosive devices were found and disarmed at the DNC and RNC headquarters. Critics in the government, including Representatives Ilhan Omar and Maxine Waters, have demanded an investigation into security failures by Capitol Police to restrain the mob's entrance to the building, and many have claimed a double standard between how law enforcement dealt with yesterday's mob and many of the Black Lives Matter protests that occurred this summer. According to the New York Times, at least 52 have been arrested so far, including five on weapons charges. Many have been arrested for violating the 6 p.m. curfew put in place in Washington, D.C. The debate over objection to the Electoral College certification, which resumed in the evening after the Capitol building was again secured, also included speeches from many members of Congress pleading for unity, as well as decrying the far-right mob. Fractures in the Republican Party were laid in view by impassioned pleas for and against the objection and creation of a committee to review the 2020 election. Top Republicans, such as Vice President Pence and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, condemned the violence, with Pence also openly defying President Trump in performing his role in overseeing the certification procedure without interference. Utah Senator Mitt Romney, in opposing the objections to the Electoral College and against the continued spread of misinformation, said, The best way we can show respect for the voters who are upset is by telling them the truth. Our own representative Tom Reed rose in opposition to the objection of the certification and went on to call the insurgency an assault on our democracy. In his speech on the floor of Congress, he said that his heart breaks for the nation right now and that our country and its beautiful democracy are better than this. His whole statement can be found on his Twitter. Many elected officials, such as Representative Ted Lieu and Republican Governor Phil Scott of Vermont, are now calling for the president's removal, currently set to remain in office for the next 14 days for his incitement of the riot and refusal of a peaceful transition of power, as well as the threat of further rash actions. Twitter and Facebook have both suspended access to Donald Trump's account for fear of incitement of more violence for 12 and 24 hours, respectively, with the potential for greater consequences. Twitter also removed some posts for violating its rules. On other news, Democrats have officially obtained a majority in both houses of Congress, as ge- as both Georgia Senate races have been called, making John Ossoff and Reverend Raphael Warnock senators in a highly contested runoff election still needing final results for a congressional race, however, is nearby New York 22nd district where incumbent Anthony Brindisi and former representative Claudia Tenney continue to have votes counted and challenged largely in response to a large budget deficit due to the coronavirus pandemic Governor Andrew Cuomo says that he will begin pushing for the legalization of online sports betting in the state of New York, which is currently legal in 14 other states, which he hopes can help recoup some of that budget deficit. Currently, New Yorkers are limited in which locations they can legally place bets on sports. Also, the governor announced a push to legalize cannabis in the state of New York, also in hopes of raising tax revenue. There are currently 251 active cases of COVID-19 in Tompkins County. 16 residents have died from the disease. For WICB News, I'm Jay Bradley.